that sort of stylistic things that a lot of podcasts do where they like they like pretend they're in media res and they're like talking about something else oh yeah they're like yeah that was crazy when she did that like pretending they're in the middle of a conversation when they start yes you're always like sitting attentively when we do this and i'm always like fully almost on my like you're like laying down down. (laughs) we record in our in our bed in our bedroom because our bedroom is sound yeah yeah and we only have two rooms so (laughs) i think we should record this on the roof oh on the roof i was thinking inside the bathtub (laughs) (laughs) would be more echoey you idiot welcome to twyback tuesday it's tuesday welcome to tuesday welcome to tuesday i'm your host peter and i'm your host other peter nope this is bailey I'm your host, Peter Two. <laughs> There's already too many Peters in my life. Just kidding. Yeah. This is your host, Linda Evangelista. Okay, and... yes. <laughs> did you stone those tights? I did stone these tights. I'm wearing pajamas. <laughs> did you stone that pajama shirt? <laughs> did you stone those slippies? <laughs> we are a queer couple, and we are rereading our childhood obsession, the Twilight Saga. I think it was obvious that we are a queer couple when I said well, I stoned these slippies. <laughs> that's right. We, the Drag Race reference really outed us. Damn it. Yeah. I don't know. Straight girls like Drag Race too, so mm. you never know. Yes, but if you were my heteronormative boyfriend, would you also like Drag Race? Yeah. Possibly. Now I'm just being mean to the cishets. Yeah. Anyway. As per usual. That's, <laughs> isn't, that the, isn't that the point? <laughs> that's the goddamn point. Of this point. podcast. <laughs> this is... podcast. You're, you know what is the point of this podcast is to be mean to the cisheads. Yeah. Bella and Edward. <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. Primarily Bella and Edward. And Stephanie Meyer. And Stephanie Meyer. So we are talking about chapter six called Scary Stories. It's about goddamn time it's... that we got a scary story. That's right. I, I, I was promised that this was a supernatural romance. And so far we have mostly heterosexual teenage nonsense yes so that is mostly what you're gonna be for the rest of it yeah what a bummer it's finally time for the beach trip beach day yes they've been talking about this for three chapters yes going to the beach we're we're finally going to the beach it's the beach episode (gasps) beach episode and yes in the evening bella is waiting for alice to return her truck and she's like waiting around she's like looking out the window and then it like suddenly appears and she's questioning this because the engine is really loud and yes. the image that i just had was like <laughs> did alice like flintstones card over i think i like i always assume that she like kind of just pushed it why <laughs> i don't know <laughs> what did like did she she pushed it she clearly <laughs> okay, all wait, of them dropped wait she, wait she probably drove it closer and then like knew when Bella would be able to hear it and then pushed it the rest of the way so as to not have to engage with the human I guess I assume that Edward was like hey don't talk to her <laughs> I, it just seems over like she had to concoct some sort of overly elaborate scheme I don't think it'd be that overly elaborate for a vampire though I guess just she they've met before or maybe Bella's like, just an idiot yeah that's she also didn't possible. fucking hear the car yeah easier explanation it it is that is the easier she was reading Macbeth she like fell asleep briefly she was reading Macbeth which is 
deeply engaging. So maybe it's she just true. didn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then she goes to school the next day. And everybody's having a goddamn fit because she talked to the pop boy. Yeah. Hot yeah. boy. Everyone's like, Edward Cullen, talk to you. You're practically the number one bitch in the school. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. And then we find out this is where we get the teenage nonsense subplot that this girl named Lauren is like totally a bitch to her. <laughs> she hates Bella's guts now because yes. that's what we've decided. That's like pretty accurate though. It's like, why does this person hate me? It's like, because we're in high school and we hate, we hate ourselves. <laughs> I, yes. Also, um, because Bella has done nothing but be completely rude and dismissive to all of the girls. So it, it serves her right. Yeah, right. She's like, what does this person hate me? I'm like, maybe like, it's because you give zero fucks about anybody. Yeah, maybe it's because you never talk to them or treat them like people. Yes. <laughs> oh, and then of course she comes into the into the cafeteria and she's like, Edward isn't here! And it's like, he told you yesterday he wasn't going to be. And yeah. Then, but as soon as she walks in, she's she says, and I couldn't stop the gloom that engulfed me as I realized I didn't know how long I would have to wait before I saw him again. Oh, the drama. And it's like, he told you he was going away. He was like, hey, I'm skipping school tomorrow. I'll be back on Monday because we're going camping. And she's like, when will Edward return? <laughs> <laughs> So, all kinds of fun in the cafeteria. Sulking. Yes. Girl-on-girl hatred. Yep. You know, the usual. Yep. But more importantly, it's beach time. It is beach time. First, you gotta ask your dad. Yes, she tells her dad that she is going to do a social, and Charlie is very excited for her. Charlie's like, fuck yeah, it's about goddamn time, you hermit. I am also a hermit. (laughs) He's very proud, though, and he knows everyone that she's going out with because he is the police chief yeah also just small town and it's a small town he knows everyone he's chill with it he also says that where edward said he was going camping is full of bears (gasps) it's dangerous there she must have gotten the name of the camping site wrong because nobody can camp there there's too many bears there's too many bears (laughs) they're gonna eat the bears whoa more more very blatant foreshadowing yes she wakes up the next morning, and it is sunny. <gasps> she's very... It is sunny. She is wet. <laughs> she's very hypercritical, though, about where the sun is in the sky, <laughs> which is such a weird nitpicky thing. <laughs> it was it was in the wrong place in the sky, too low, and it didn't seem to be as close as it should be. But it was definitely the sun. Girl, just... Can we have not one moment of gratefulness? No. But also, about the weather. <laughs> okay, but I also think it's funny that she's like, I can literally tell that it is, uh, I am further away from the sun due to the curvature of the earth. Right. And like, she's having a goddamn meltdown about Yes. This. And like, yeah, like, Washington's far away from Arizona, but it's not that goddamn far. Like, I don't think that you can perceive <laughs> the closest of the sun. I don't know. <laughs> if you know science... Yeah, somebody with a science, write us a goddamn email. Let us know. Can you Can, actually perceive that with your shit? eyes? Yeah. I want to know. She, and now she's going to the beach trip. Beach trip. Beach trip. Yeah, so she goes, they're like a meeting somewhere to go yes. all drive together. Yes. This is a very dumb interaction because Mike is like, oh my god, you're here. I'm so happy. Come sit next to me. And yeah. She's like, Jesus. 
But she manages to, like, make Jessica sit in between her and Mike in the front seat. And she's like, there, suck it. Yeah. She, like, rides shotgun, but she, like, gets a buffer in there. Smart. Yeah. This this poor guy, he is just so obsessed with her, and she she could care less. She <laughs> this, is a great, this is a great quote. When he asks her if she will ride with him and not in the other car, she says, sure. And then <laughs> he smiled blissfully. It was so easy to make Mike happy. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> like, at this point, you just start to, like, feel bad for him you do feel i i really feel bad for him because he's clearly so obsessed and just really really likes her and she she thinks that he is just nothing (laughs) this boy is nothing (laughs) she like literally compares him to a dog like every chapter yeah because he's a golden retriever (laughs) yeah which is like i guess kind of nice because dogs are nice but also like yeah She's trying to let him down easy. I understand. Yeah. I understand no, the struggle funny. for sure. We head to the beach um, and we have a moment here that I'm not sure if just it was a mistake that she left it in mm-hmm. or this is a real actual turning point yeah. for Bella's feelings about where she's living. But she describes the woods as gorgeous. Yeah, that's true. This is a big deal. I think it's because it's sunny. Mm, maybe. She's like, hey, Bella doesn't actually just hate everything. She just hates it when it's not sunny. <laughs> mm, yes, this is a bad place to live then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, she's very excited, though, about it not looking like shit. Also, she's like, hey, the beach actually is pretty when there is sun. Yeah, it sounds like a really gorgeous beach. I know. Actually, rereading this has made me, again, want to go to the Pacific northwest yeah totally because i remember when i was younger being like dude this place sounds dope i want to go it sounds really nice yeah and now i have a friend there yeah hi hi, redacted just kidding i didn't (laughs) say britney hi Brittany. you better be listening to this or i'm not gonna come visit you i don't think britney does listen (gasps) um anyway (laughs) they have a they make a little driftwood fire mike is like still trying to show off and he's like Girl, I'm gonna make you a fire. <laughs> like, okay, but like when I was younger, I remember thinking this was like the dopest shit ever. Right, like you can make a driftwood fire and it's different colors. It sounds really cool. I this would be very fun. Yeah, no, I want to see a sick driftwood fire. Yeah, this is very cool. Yeah, it's like what color is it again? I think it's blue. It's blue. Yeah, that's very neat. That's so cool. Yeah. Also, that some of it is green. Yeah, it's like you get like blue and green speckles in it. I think, which yeah. is really cool. Fucking um, sick. So then they're, like, hanging out. They're being teenagers, looking at fire. And then (laughs) the boys are going to go on a hike. And the girls who Bella doesn't like are going to stay. So she's like, well, fuck this. I'm going. Fuck this. Oh, she also says that she remembers liking the tide pools when she was a kid. Yeah, so she's going. they're going to the tide pools. They walk through the forest. Even though she's, she's hesitant about it because sometimes... She falls in the tide pools. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say, wait, you missed the best part where she's like, she's like, oh man, I love the tide pools. On the other hand, I've also fallen in them a lot. Not a big deal when you're seven and with your dad. It reminded me of Edward's request that I not fall in the ocean. I, you can't see, but I'm rolling my eyes really hard right now. <laughs> He's like, hey, don't fall in the ocean. She's like, wait, fuck, I might fall in the ocean. Oh my gosh. <laughs> God forbid you slip a little bit and fall into a small tide pool. Uh, 
All right. She loves them, which is very sweet. She like hikes over with the the other teens and she just like has a nice little sit in front of the tide yeah. pools. She talks about like the things that she sees in a tide pool. This is like one of the more wholesome Bella, like not interactions, more wholesome Bella uh moments. Moments, yeah, I guess. It She's remi- like, I like fish. It reminded me a lot of you. Because you like to have a sit and look at look at the water. I want to sit and look at the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was nice. That was nice. But then they, when they come back, we find out that the boys from the reservation are there. Which I think the beach is technically on the reservation, right? Yeah, yeah. So they are. They they got word that the Forks teens were there. Forks teens, and so they are coming to hang out. And there's there's three of them. Who's the oldest? Sam. Sam, yes. And grumpy, grumpy Sam is there. <laughs> yeah, Sam doesn't have a name for like most of the scene. You don't really, you don't really learn that much about them until the next book, anyway. But yeah, it's it's three of the the push boys. Yes. Yeah. And this boy instantly is like interested in Bella, yes. and we find out his name is Jacob. I'm sure he won't be important later. No, definitely not. Nah. No, I, I love that <laughs> Bella sees him and she's like, his skin was beautiful, silky and russet colored. His eyes were dark, deep, set deep above the high plains of his cheekbones. She's like, this boy is hot. And then she's like, oh yeah, by the way, he's four, he just turned 15 and he kind of looks like a baby. It's like, you just said he was hot. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, she's 17, so. Yeah, no. I just like, I forgot that he is actually baby. He's so baby. Book. Yeah. Yeah, which, like, spoiler alert, being a wolf makes him hunky as fuck real fast. Yeah, yes. <laughs> she sees him again, and he's, like, a foot taller and, like, an absolute unit. Yeah. And she's like, what happened? You're like, dude. But he's, <laughs> he's baby, baby now. now. She describes his skin very specifically, which is, like, a little dicey, but it just gets into that theme of we have a very detailed depiction of every single person's skin color. Yeah. <laughs> but... Ultimately, you know, the Native American characters are not the villains. No. In the series, they are also portrayed as, like, morally correct characters. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. ultimately it's we'll, not We'll, like, the get worst. into it later, but, like, Jacob is meant to be Edward's foil in, like, every way. And, like, the fact that it's also a skin color is, like, I don't know, it's, yeah. like, kind of weird. But, like, later it's, like, he is warm. Edward's cold. He has, like normal ass human skin and edward has like like translucent scary rock skin and like that like continues on it yeah is it problematic yes is this entire book problematic yes that's why we're doing this podcast (laughs) (laughs) but right now this is baby jacob we know very little about him except that he is charlie's best friend billy black this is his son Uh and he bought bella's truck from him and jacob Uh is like dude Thanks for buying my truck. It was terrible. And she's like, hey, stop knocking my car. I'm sexually attracted to my car. My car is my boyfriend. My car is my actual boyfriend. All of y'all can suck it. Yeah. But they have like kind of a cute, nice little conversation about cars. They're both really into cars. No, no, he's like, he's like, hey, I build cars. She's like, that's cool. And she's like, I actually don't know anything about cars. (laughs) Right, but she, 
she's clearly obsessed with her horror. Okay, so that's valid. they have a nice little conversation about it anyway. Yeah. And he's like, let me know if you find this obscure part. And she's like, will do, wink wonk. Which is, it's this just This is like cute. the first time she's had an actual like friend conversation with somebody. This is like a nice and cute friendly conversation. Unlike all other conversations where she just wants the other person to like spontaneously combust so that they will stop talking to her. Yeah, so <laughs> I think I did predict that in... The reread, we talked about this in the introduction episode, mm-hmm. in case you missed it, but I think that I, like, might become a Team Jacob person, mm. and I think that I'm getting, like, my first inkling of that. Yeah. Because, like, they have a nice, cute conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like. It's not weird. <laughs> it's not weird. He doesn't say anything super psychotic and creepy to her. <laughs> He's just like, hey, you bought my car. I also like cars. And they have a nice, normal conversation about it. No, like, you shouldn't talk to me because blah, blah, blah. I'm going to fucking murder you. <laughs> we just have a conversation with two people as equals. Yes. I so. will withhold my opinions at this point because I have fully reread everything. Yeah. So, yeah, he we learn more about Jacob and they, like, have a weirder relationship later, but... Yeah. Then we get to the, the fun, meaty part of the chapter, which is... Um, <laughs> The pot. Okay, I love that. I forgot that this starts out by Lauren just being a potster. The mm-hmm. Lauren who hates Bella the most is like, Bella, you know Jacob? And they're like, oh yeah, well, we were, we kind of knew each other like as kids. And she's like, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you didn't invite the Collins. Mm-hmm. And like, specifically like trying to be a potster. And mm-hmm. then um, Sam is like, uh, they're not allowed here. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> Sam! Sam. Sam. Oh, he says, the Collins don't come here. Yeah. In a like, tone that closed the subject, ignoring her question. What a crazy thing to say. <laughs> and it's just completely unquestioned by everyone else other than Bella. But yeah. then Bella gets a scheme going. <gasps> it's time to scheme. I actually, for some reason, when I was reading this, like, did not catch on to her scheme at first. And she was like, she explicitly says that she is trying to act like Edward. Yeah, oh, I highlighted with Jacob, this shit. Yep. Which... Okay, no, how did you not catch it? She literally says, it was a stupid plan, but I didn't have any better ideas. I hope that young Jacob was as yet inexperienced around girls so that he wouldn't see through my sure-to-be-pitiful attempts at flirting. And then she's like, hey, do you want to walk down to the beach with me? I asked. Trying to imitate the way that Edward had of looking up underneath his eyelashes. <laughs> She's literally like, if I just act like Edward, people want to fuck me. Yeah. And, Bill, and Jacob's like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I, I just didn't guess what she was yeah. trying to get out of the situation. Yeah. But I think that it's an extremely gay mood to imitate how a guy flirts with a girl. <laughs> To try to get someone to give you information. That is an extremely gay mood. (laughs) Fight me. (laughs) She's like, so she's she's pretty much just like, I'm going to trick this dumb teen into telling me about the secrets of this tribe. Yeah. Which is like, (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And she is trying to get, basically she's just doing like a little spy thing and she's trying to get information. They walk away from the main group. He starts telling her some of the legends of his tribe. I'm going after after getting after being like, wait, shit, because <laughs> she's like, oh hey, the Cullens, they're they don't come here, and he's like, oh yeah, no, they're not supposed to come on the reservation, and she's like, why not? And he's like, uh, I wasn't supposed to say that. 
And he was, and she was like, oh, well, now you have to tell me because I'm curious. And she's, like, smiling at him. And he's like, mm, okay. <laughs> I should not have said that. And then he's like, do you like scary stories? Ooh. And she, this is so cringy. She's like, I love them. I enthused, making an effort to smolder at him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's like, I must get this dumb teen to tell me the story. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So he he sort of talks about, like, the foundational legend that, you know, his tribe is descended from wolves and the wolves protect, you know, their people. And but the main story that he tells is that there are these people called the Cold Ones and they made a treaty with his great grandfather that was the tribal like elder right who is the tribal tribal elder that they are actually good cold ones and they don't eat humans <laughs> sorry all i can think of is cracking open a cold one with the boys <gasps> cracking open a cold one with the boys that's what the werewolves are doing <laughs> truly they're cracking open cold ones with the boys <laughs> anyway yeah so they make his great-grandfather makes a treaty with the cold ones that are civilized. They don't eat humans. They eat only animals. Yes, which is the first time that you get this, like, this is our first glimpse into maybe he's not actually going to fucking murder her. Right. <laughs> which, like, I guess you can infer by it being, a, like, a teen book about love, but, like... Right, yeah. But now there's, like, you get that first, like, oh, he's not, like, actually going around killing people, like... He's not a murderer. He's not a murderer. Like, you get deeper into it, but, like... Yeah. This is supposed to, like, make you feel better, I guess. I, I really liked the part about the legends. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, actually, the, um... There's a part in Eclipse where, like, they actually sit down and you get to hear, like, a full chapter of, like, the full, like, beginning to present-day legends, which is really cool. That and, is like, cool. I feel like I'm kind of bummed that, like, you don't get that here, but I mean, there needs to be more plot stuff, but, like, that mm-hmm. one's, that one is, like, better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My humble onion. Yeah, it's, like, a little bit of a, sort of a teaser yeah. about these, these legends. So, finally, 125 pages into this goddamn book, we finally see the word vampire. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> Um, it's actually on one, page 126. So. Well, it's 125 in the Kindle version, so... <laughs> yeah, but we finally... She's like, what are they? What are the cold ones? So he's like, vampires, duh. And she's like, that was not obvious, but okay. Yeah, right? He literally says, like, they don't kill humans. They, like, yeah. eat animals. Okay, whatever. You're valid. Right. She's like, say it out loud. Vampires. They're fucking vampires, Bella. They're Bella. <laughs> Bella. Bella. But then he, she's like, oh, so like, who are these, who are these vampires? And they're like, oh, that's the funny part. It's the same goddamn people. Carlisle's like, ancient. I thought that was a kind of cool twist. Yeah. She was like, oh, so it's like descendants of those vampires? He's like, no, it's the same ones. Yeah. Yeah, this has been like one of my favorite parts so far, actually. Yeah, no, it's a cool chapter. So he pretty much is, he tells her that, like, Carlisle is old as fuck, and that, mm-hmm. oh, he, like, mentioned something about Jasper and Alice being, like, they weren't around during the initial. Yeah, they're but newer. they're here now. Mm-hmm. 
Well, he's he doesn't name them by name. Yeah, there's no naming. It's just he says like there was a fem- there's a new male and female that yeah. joined the clan, and it's like you find out later that Alice and Jasper were the last two. Yeah, they're the fam. They're newer vampires. But Jacob, of course, is like, <laughs> isn't that funny? This is all this silly old stories that aren't true. Aren't they fun? Right. And Bella's like, yeah. And she's sitting there, like, freaking out. And he's like, hey, you have goosebumps. I'm a good storyteller. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> lol, hilarious. I mean, he has to have some sort of inkling that they're true, right? Because the Cullens actually aren't allowed on the reservation, right? Uh, I think it's more of just, like, I think at this point, he, like, even says, like, so, do you think we're a bunch of superstitious natives or what? I mean, I think that's kind of his vibe is that, like, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, the elders, like, believe this shit, but, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not mm, stupid. Okay. <laughs> like, he kind of has that, like, and, like, of course, he would never see them. That's true. I so guess they're not So it's not like he's around. never even interacted with them. Yeah. The, I don't know if we mentioned, but the boys on the reservation, they, like, have their own school. Like, everyone at the reservation has their own school, and they actually don't go to the hospital either. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because... Because Carlisle lives there. He's a fucking vampire. <laughs> I, as well, I, I'm not very well educated on this sort of thing because I'm from the Northeast. We don't have reservations. Yeah. But I believe that that is how it's set up is because they are technically a sovereign nation. Yeah. They have their own schools and hospitals. Yeah, I think that's true usually. I think the hospital thing she specifically said that they used to go until Carlisle like, came back. Oh, okay. Because it's kind of implied that even though Carlisle has his like treaty... They don't stay there, like, all the time because they would get suspicious. Yeah, yeah. So, like... They sometimes will be in... The Collins move around Seattle. to make sure that people don't... Aren't like, hey, you don't age. Yeah, they, that they forget them and new people have replaced them and then they come back. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they previously lived in Alaska, right? Oh, that's where later. the... Their, like, their sister family lives. Oh, uh, okay. And I think they stay with them sometimes. But, okay. yeah, that's, mm-hmm. like, we get to mm-hmm. that. Anyway, Mike rudely interrupts them by being like, Bella! <laughs> yeah, he's like, so upset that she's off, like, talking to some other guy. Even though this guy is, like, a tiny baby. Yeah, he's, I mean, they're all high schoolers, I guess. Yeah, so. I know. But still, he's, like, very threatened by this TM. Yes, and then Jacob immediately is like, is that your boyfriend? Alerted by the jealous edge in Mike's voice. I'm surprised it was so obvious. Girl, you've been talking about how obvious he's been this whole time. Why right. are you surprised? Yeah. And then she's like, no, definitely not. He's yeah. not my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Aw, Jacob is like, so when I get my license, can I come visit you in Forks? And she's like, yeah, sure, kid. Yeah, it's so sweet. She she does, she does like, feel kind of guilty. She's like, I felt guilty as I said this, knowing that I'd used him. But I really did like Jacob. He was someone I could easily be friends with. Mm. And so begins the friend zone to end all friend zones. Yep. Jacob Black. Yep. <laughs> I like when I was rereading, I was like, yeah, it's like a love triangle. It really fucking isn't. Jacob Black's in the friend zone for like four books. Yeah. She so. clearly, she clearly does not have any romantic interest in him. I mean, we'll, we can fight about this later, but like, right. This is just At this the, point, this is the beginning of it. Yes. She says, though, that he's a cool dude and he's a righteous dude. They actually should be friends. And yeah. I agree. They, she should not be just using him for information about her. Vampire Weird stalker boy. Obsession. Because <laughs> um, he seems pretty cool and chill. He's so. nice. Yeah, he's he's a nice guy. And then it starts to rain and the teens are like, oh, we better bounce. Um, they mm. they all head out and Bella like gets back into the car and is like, 
fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's <laughs> like, it's like I laid my head down in the back seat, closed my eyes, and tried very hard not to think. Which, like, same. Mm-hmm. If you just, like, she's like, ah, oh, shit. Ah, oh, like, shit. 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 Oh, God. Ah, fuck. Because she, like, she, like, knew something was up, but now mm-hmm. she's like, God damn it. N- now she kind of maybe has a, a pretty plausible lead. Yeah. As to what this actually could be. Yeah. And that's the end of the chapter. Yeah. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <gasps> finally said the word vampire. I'm I'm so We're relieved. finally getting somewhere. <laughs> I, I'm really relieved. I, I enjoyed this chapter much more than a lot of the other ones. I did forget there's like a bit more build up. I mean, it's only chapter six, but like. Yeah. We are a hundred pages in though. <laughs> so, <laughs> more than a hundred pages in. Yeah. A hundred and twenty pages in. So yes. yeah. All right, so I'm really dumb, and I wasn't recording the first time we did the back, like, ten minutes of this episode, so... That's not your fault, you're learning. This is a learning experience. I've I've known podcasts that, like, real professionals who are like, yep, I just lost this half, so we're re-recording it. This is just, like, side hobby. Our side side hobby. Yeah. So... (laughs) um, We spend, like... Bare minimal money's on it, and yeah. yeah, no, don't feel bad. Oh, thank you. So we are plan- we're planning on talking about a thesis that I found online. Somebody out there did their thesis on Twilight they did shit, and their I'm masters. so happy. They did their master's thesis on Twilight, which is amazing. If I went to grad school, that's what I would have done. Wait, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I would have. Can you imagine a graphic design thesis on Twilight? What would that be? That would like... probably be like, I don't know, graphic design theses are weird. Some people are like, I hand printed an entire Bible. Interesting. And like, and like some people are like, I made some posters. Like, it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's like a lot of, it's just like, art theses are hilarious because it's just like, I made this like really obnoxious piece of art. Interesting. So maybe I would just like hand print. An entire Twilight, a Twilight? With, with with illustrations. I don't know. Maybe that would be terrible, but you that, know that would be it, so much work. It would be it would be a thesis. Yeah. Anyway, this person did put a lot of work into this article. Their name is, I want to say Jennifer Pearson. Yes, Jennifer Pearson. I tried to find them online, uh, like on Twitter, to just reach out and be like, "Hey, we're going to talk about this thesis on our podcast," but I, I. There are too many people with that name. Yeah. Also, what year was it published? 2011. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that person could be anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I just, I tried to find information from the college, uh, from LinkedIn. I just, I couldn't find anything. So yeah, okay. anyway, it is called Representations of Native American Characters in Stephanie Meyer's Twilight Saga. It is very long. It's like 80 plus pages long i have not read the whole thing yeah i was gonna say here's the deal guys um we didn't read this entire thing we did not maybe in <laughs> chunks we'll end up reading yeah. a good bit of it but not yeah because so we have we are specifically looking at that kind of clustering of legends from the quilliat people and are they true mm-hmm. hey hey peter did stephanie meyer lie N- no, but she definitely, <laughs> like, she definitely took some liberties. Yes. So in this thesis, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of exploring lots of different things, but one of the things is exploring whether or not Stephanie Meyer 
altered the legends of the Quileap people. We would definitely call this cultural appropriation. Yeah. In the year 2019, but the thesis author does not talk about cultural appropriation using those words specifically yeah i i don't think i even remember hearing those words in like more of a sjw tumblr era of like when i was online yeah um, like that is like not the phrasing that was thrown around i remember um, people being like hey this is like um this like could be racist but nobody ever was like this is racist at least in the circles that i ran in i'm also white I, we've mentioned this right we are both white and suburban yes raised so yes um also quick footnote none of this really matters because there's just two white people talking about it in their bedroom right Ulti- ultimately <laughs> i think that our opinions are not uh valid <laughs> right the the goal of covering this was not to draw a specific conclusion about whether yeah. or not twilight is racist but yes. rather to unpack some of the things that we saw as teenagers. Yeah, just, like, kind of stuff that, like, I was kind of, like, questions about as a teenager, Mm -hmm. but, like, not really any answer to. Right. Yeah. Because I, as a teenager, had no concept of why it would be wrong for a white person to change and manipulate these cultures oral traditions yeah in order to write a vampire romance novel i would i had no concept of that yeah no exactly now as a young adult i'm like hmm stephanie meyer does actually she actually did like a, a okay amount of research um prior to writing twilight and some of the myths and um like creation stories that she does talk about are actually somewhat true Right, so this article mentions that there are actual Quileate legends that involve humans who can turn into wolves. Yes. But not necessarily to the same degree that... Yeah, I believe this. the author of this thesis talks about how while it was a part of their oral tradition, it was not like the crux of it, which is kind of how Stephanie Meyer writes it. Right, in, in Twilight they... Their culture is primarily centered around these wolves that guard their yeah. tribe because they're real. <laughs> we also haven't even gotten like the full thing yet. It's right. Not until I think the end of Eclipse that you actually get more of the like full creation myth. And oh, we can, I mean, like, it's getting ahead of myself, but like they do, she does kind of get into more of like it wasn't just wolves, it was more like spirit warriors, and later on the spirit warriors starting to habit wolves. But in the end, her entire oh. narrative is taking the taking snippets of the actual myths mm-hmm. and reconstructing them with a vampire element that in no way exists. Right. Yeah. So the um, ability to change into wolves was. A thing that existed in the legends, but the cold ones and this vampire thing is completely yeah. The introduction of vampires is entirely Stephanie Meyer, and mm-hmm. she explains that like well, not she, but like in the book, they explain that the reason that they turn into wolves is to protect people, their people from, from vampires, vampires, which is like not the original myth. So like, is she lying? Yes. Is did is some of it true? Also yes. Right. What's the, is it harmful? That's up to you. Right. 
there is some references in this um, thesis of actual like tribal elders talking about how they had like a boost in tourism way back when like Twilight was a thing. Um, haven't really been able to find anything that like says whether or not that tourism is alive and well today. I'm gonna assume no, just because I couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. Twilight has kind of fallen out of popular context besides like the resurgence of memes. Right, it's um, mostly memes. So at one point there was a little bit of a boost in tourism for them. Mm-hmm. Does that make up for the fact that she? change things no right and there's sort of one aspect that yes a lot of the characters are pretty rounded out characters yes that is true we didn't we didn't touch on that yet but the sort of other side of that is essentially what reading this book as a teenager Mm -hmm. what i got from it yeah was Sort of sometimes that's still stereotypical impression that Native Americans are sort of like this magical other yeah type of person. Yeah. Jacob Black, as a character, is pretty, like, rounded out. Yes. I would say that, like, I think she even mentions in the article, like, like this is a pretty solid person. This isn't yeah. just, like, a caricature. Right. He's definitely not a as, caricature. As much of a, like... A teen romance novel cannot make somebody a caricature. Right, <laughs> yeah. Like, on par with the other characters, he is not more or less rounded out as a person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> true. true, true. <laughs> he... This is a, a dunk on all of all of the all of Stephanie Meyer's as, uh, characters. As much as though. as much as like every character has like three character traits. Yeah. <laughs> like Bella is clumsy, precocious. <laughs> Angsty. Stupid. <laughs> Edward is precocious. Uh, mysterious. Stocky. <laughs> creepy. Creepy. <laughs> Jacob is warm. N- warm. Sunshine. Nice. Likes cars. Likes cars. He wants to go fast and he wants to protect. So, all right, returning but to. Returning to the real matter at hand. Is Stephanie Meyer racist? Or. That's going to be the clickbait of this. Are one. the vampire. Stephanie Meyer, is she a racist? <laughs> are. Is the vampire lore of this book appropriative that it's based on Native American culture? Yeah. I mean, like, yes. <laughs> I mean, like, it is. Yes. Well, to what degree you want to. To what degree it is, like, on a scale from, like, this is not appropriative. Somebody from this tribe wrote this and right. didn't add anything new and everybody sent a letter that said it was okay to like blackface (laughs) right it's definitely not i i mean i definitely was going into this being like this is gonna be so much worse because it's been so many years like we watched the mummy recently and like yeah i forgot how like wildly racist and like uh Mm -hmm. anti-semitic the mummy is but like going back and rereading twilight i wasn't as deeply shocked I was really preparing to be yeah. a bit more... Like, which is why we had, like, these articles kind of pulled up. Right. Yeah. I went into it expecting to both be silly and funny and occasionally break out and have a serious conversation <laughs> yeah, about... Occasionally, like, bring up some actual issues. Yeah. But, I mean, after reading around for a bit and, like, I don't know, just rereading the entire series, I, I expected worse. Like, it's bad, but for the era, it was wasn't that bad yeah no. the, and this is all just our musings so you can yeah feel free to be like no right it's just like twilight's yeah. treatment of native americans not the worst not the worst 
we just want to have a the talk. point we just want was to, to say like hey uh we're we're thinking about this yeah we didn't we're just rereading this <laughs> yeah yeah we didn't want to be like oh it's messed up that there's racism racism in this bye yeah like right. we wanted to especially because this is a rereading as adults and right. when we read this we were teens who weren't really thinking about race relations right yeah exactly or and to appropriative s- use of other people's cultures and right stuff like yeah. That. yeah the point was to be i guess some semi-educational and be like hey yeah. these are some of the issues that people had with this book when it first came out yeah and they reflect serious issues that yes. people have with other media so yes. yeah there's yeah. definitely like some 28 year old out there who like fully believes that the quilliot tribe believed in vampires right because of this book yeah it's true is that sad yeah <laughs> yeah exactly all right so we actually still need to do our ratings for the chapter it's been forever since we've read the chapter the, oh, the ratings are fake anyway. The but... ratings are fake, but I remember very clearly that Alice Calm wasn't in it, so this chapter actually is canceled. Yeah, we'll, we'll cancel this chapter in the story. We're canceling this chapter. Congratulations. Take to Twitter. Take to the streets. <laughs> chapter 7 of Twilight is canceled. It's 6. Along with... 7 we're... was the last one that we just recorded. Oh, God, that's confusing. Yeah. Anyway, 6 is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> um, our Twitter is at Twilight Tuesday. Easy peasy. T-W-I. Back, Back Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> and we're also Twibeck Tuesday at Gmail with no spaces or anything. And until next Tuesday. Stay informed. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's valid. Yeah. Okay.